So I, I think the first thing to say is that you've got to want to do this. You've got to have a good argument and you've got to have a good reason to do this. And I was quite fortunate in haematology in that it's a small specialty. The distribution was so maldistributed that you couldn't not do anything. Um, and, and I think most of the people in my group could, could accept that. Um, some of the stuff we think is quite given, but I don't think Adrian told you to begin with. But we do know that trainees are sticky and that they will take a consultant post within 50 miles of their last post. So if, if more than two thirds of those posts in London, that does not help the rest of England. So it was really important to try and set that scene to it and to keep coming back to that and to keep coming back round to it. You'll have an audience which you'll talk to. You'll need to know your audience and you'll need to know that your audience will come with their own individual agendas. And it's quite difficult at times to resist going down little wormholes. Um, and in fact, some of the work we've done has, has set off some other work in some other areas within the specialty, which is a kind of unfinished business. But we had to keep, you know, at the end of the day, bringing it back to the core of what we were doing to achieve and what we were trying to do to get there. Um, the consultation process was to gain consent for the process and not to gain consensus. And I think you have to accept that people will come with their agendas and they will want to drive things down their own certain way. Um, but you have to take all those views on board. What you're trying to achieve, I felt, was I was trying to achieve a direction of travel, which I could make a central recommendation to. Um, and that direction would be informed by the values we had as a group, importantly by the data. Um, and a lot of the work we did in the group was to try and make sure that the data we had, both in terms of the model of Tom and the number of training posts that we have, was as accurate as possible. And we had quite a long discussion then at one stage around trust funded post, academic posts um, and trying to remember what was in and what was outside of scope. Um, but again, we had to keep coming back to what our raison d'etre was. You have to be getting, I think you need to be bringing out from the group options rather than a mantra. And I think Andrew highlighted that is that we certainly changed our tack through it to instead of a central command and control view to being more flexible with it and to be able to stage with it. Um, and to be able to review what, what you've done throughout the process. What was really important is you can't blame people that aren't in the room. Um, and if you need people in the room, you need to get them there. So it was really important to have someone from the college that understood the curriculum and understood the curriculum in their details. So I actually asked for the person that wrote the curriculum um, and we've just revised that. It became blindingly obvious that we needed someone from the service on the group that understood the nuances of the service because people were saying, well, the posts are there because the service is designed in this way. So, so the input from NHSE and particularly input from specialised commissioning, which is something I didn't understand at all, and, and in certain medical specialties represents a huge way that the service is delivered. That was really vital for us to get that information on board and fed into the group because we are, you know, as well as uh, delivering a workforce, we are there to deliver a service. And I think it was recognised throughout the process that the doctors in training contribute to the service and not just to future workforce. And they are here for the now. And I think we learned that during COVID is that the doctors in training were here for the now as well as for, for the future workforce. Um, you've got to keep telling the truth. Um, you've got to keep your messaging consistent. And you've got to manage any problems and contingencies that come on 
and don't let sleeping dogs lie. So we had to be very strong on this was not about moving doctors in the middle of their training programs, which is a real myth that we had to bust. Um, this this also um, was, um, you know, there was there was an issue between London and KSS, which we had to just bottom out and bring expertise in and make sure that we had the relevant stakeholders in. We had to make sure that we had people from the centres, but also to get people who worked in what we call the DGHs or the rest of the regions to advocate for the service and the generality. And I think you'll hear a bit more about remote and remote rural from the meter in the afternoon um, and, and to get those stakeholders at the table. Um, there had to be an end point to our discussions and then there had to be an end point as to where we were going to make a recommendation. And again, I think I had to be very clear about where we were starting and where we were going to go to and what we would take outside the meeting to, to, to resolve. So, for instance, we've got another couple of meetings going on outside this process to talk about niche areas of the specialty like paediatric hematology. And I also know that there's a piece of work going on to look at trust funded posts, which John has alluded to. Um, I think there's again. The issue that did come up is as the lead dean, I'm the four nation lead dean. This is an English process. We did get some inquiries from the other nations. I think they are interested in what we're doing and are interested in what we report. Um, I think it's also quite clear that we had to get clear messaging out and clear, concise reports about where we got to. Um, so getting support from, from the team, from Kate's team and, 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 the, and the central team was, was vital in this and to keep a momentum going on it um, and to be filled to where we got there. But we did have to come to the point where we'd say, right, we've done this now, um, but we will review it and to, and to keep confidence of the group. So I think those I think those are my main reflections and observations. I, I had a group, a good specialty to work with um, because the, the argument was in your face that we had to do something. It was just about in the end of the day, it was the granularity about how you actually resolve this. Um, and I think really importantly to keep local flavour to it rather than to have a central command and control flavour to it. Um, but as I said, it's it's not consensus. It's getting consent for a process that's unfinished business. So I think I'll, I'll leave it there. Um, hopefully, I think I've addressed some of the questions that have come up in Slido. Um, and, and I've now got to do a big specialty, which I think will be quite different.